gonna have to start over here with my, my recording. So anyway, I, I was literally talking about how how you know this this attack, this this crazy attack on me, um, and how it messed with me and it messed me up, and 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 it just had my head in all kinds of places, and and that's literally what deception is. It's it's the art of deception is literally to to misguide your your opponent or whatever it may be and that's what satan was trying to do to me the enemy was trying to mess up my my timing mess up my thoughts to where when i when i got up there to deliver that message i couldn't deliver it like it needed to be done um i'll say that i went directly with my notes i didn't change anything i didn't change any wordage you know everything in my notes was was solid and i tell people that all the time you know check me check me against the word of god you know make sure that what you're hearing from me is truth um, you, you should do that with anybody you listen to. I don't care how, what kind of pra- preacher or pastor you think they are. Always check against them. And, and when you really, honestly, when you're in the right spirit, when, when you know that the Spirit of God is alive in you, it doesn't take me much to, uh, there's a quickening inside of me. There's a there's a, a feeling inside of me when someone's out of out of order. I, I recognize it very, very quickly in my spirit. So, you know, and when I do that, then I pay closer attention to what's going on around me. But so, with that in mind, I want I want to jump into this. What is deception? What is deception? Deception is defined as the act or causing someone to accept as true or valid what is in fact false or invalid. Kind of sounds familiar to things going on in our in our world right now, right? It is the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is in fact false. Or invalid, trickery, being fooled, being scammed, fraudulent, um, crooked, underhanded, fake—all these words fit into the word deceit and what and into the concept of deception. Um, I, th- I think of a similar word that, that comes to my mind in this is offense, and I'm not talking about the offense of a football team, but but becoming offended—you uh, know, like someone's offended you, some kind of offense that you take on. A lot of the offense comes from from being fooled or being scammed or being lied to. We get offended when when someone close to us uh, does something like that. But often it's really nothing more than than deception where where our enemy uses it against us to get to us. Uh, It it might be where someone says something that we think they were talking about us. And the enemy will take that and he'll run with it. And when we get offended, it really didn't have anything to do with us to begin with. But now we're offended and we pick up that offense. the thing that we've got to consider in the midst of all this, uh, we've always got to seek the truth in all of these issues. Whether we're lied to, whether we're fooled, whether we're becoming offended uh, by something that someone says or does, uh, truth needs to be applied to determine our response. We've got to weigh it against the truth. Deceit and offense can can and will destroy us if we let it. And to take, for instance, let's say uh, you, you go swimming, uh, maybe in an old pond or out in a lake. I don't we, I grew up swimming in the creeks and the ponds. Uh, maybe you go to a lake and, and you're swimming, and while you're swimming, you cut yourself on something in the pond. And you just you get a small cut on the bottom of your foot. No big deal. But the water's dirty. It's all that crud, mud. You know, I swam in them old creeks and ponds, old nasty, stagnant water. And, and, and so now that, that junk gets into that cut, and, and if you don't take care of it when you get out, what can happen? It can get infected. I mean, it, it can get infected, and that infection can get in the bloodstream, and, and it can spread throughout your body. And before you even realize it, you're sick and could possibly even die from, from this little bitty cut simply because you didn't take care of it when it happened. You 
you see the point that I'm trying to make. The discipline of the Bible and a Bible study is our weapon against the deceitful lies of our enemy in, in, in the best way. The Word of God is our weapon against the counterfeit doctrines of the deceiver. Now listen, even, even you know, Satan used Scripture against Jesus himself. How did he defend himself? More Scripture. Satan will twist things. He'll he'll twist little bits, little tidbits, little things that maybe you've been taught in your life. Maybe maybe you've heard these things in your life, and and he'll twist them around and use them to his benefit. But always remember that Scripture is the very thing that will unseat him from from anything he tries against us. Look at Matthew twenty four verse four and five. This is in the New King James version. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. 2 Timothy 3, verses 12 through 13, the ESV version says it this way, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Catch that. This is a good word. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. You're going to be put in the fire. But while evil people and imposters are going to go about going from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's just part of the word in Scripture that's coming down. And I believe we're seeing it in in rare form right now. Uh, Proverbs chapter 26, verse 26 in, in the ESV again. Though his hatred be covered with deception... His wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. I love the NLT version of this very passage. Check this out again. This is 26. Actually, we're going to add 24 through 27 onto this. People may cover their hatred with pleasant words, but they're deceiving you. They pretend to be kind, but don't believe them. Their hearts are full of many evils. While their hatred may be concealed by trickery, their wrongdoing will be exposed in public. If you set a trap... For others, you will get caught in it yourself. If you roll a boulder down on others, it will crush you instead. I think we're seeing that unfold before us today, too. Uh, I hope. I hope that's exactly what we're seeing. That when a trap's been set by others, that they get caught in it themselves. The very elect of God will be deceived. That This is the scripture that Rhonda mentioned on the way to church on Sunday morning. She used this very scripture reference that the elect, even the elect of God will be deceived. Look at what it says in Matthew 24, verse 24, the New King James Version. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. You catch that? For false Christs and false prophets, these, these, these people who look really good on paper, who put on a really good dog and pony show, who make this grand presentation of what they're going to do for you, kind of sound like a politician, doesn't it, will rise and they're going to show great signs and wonders. They're going to make all kinds of promises. We're going to make this COVID disappear. But they're going to be all those signs and wonders to deceive. And if possible, they're going to deceive even the elect. Wow. Who are the elect? God, uh, the elect of God, according to the original Greek and Hebrew, uh, the, the word elect used here refers to chosen or God's chosen ones. I do believe that it is referring to us as followers of Christ. 
So now, now read that again. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. Us. Followers of Christ. I really believe this is happening right now. So many believers, the, the, the elect of God, have bought into the deceit of the enemy. Promising peace, peace, when, when there's going to be no peace through any other platform, they've led many astray though through even faith-style teaching of, well, why or why or how could you even vote for someone that's so vile and is certainly not a Christian? How many times have you heard that in, in, in this last year? Why could you vote for for that man? He's, he's vile. He's filthy. He's, he's not a Christian. He just he's saying that just to get your vote. You know, I mean, you see what I'm saying? They, they twist things. They the enemy's going to twist things. They're going to try to bring deceit. He's going to try to trick your mind and bring foolery into your mind. Deception at work. As many forget that the most important thing to follow was their faith and what they know is truth. The enemy fouled their moral compass through deceit. It's happening. It happened. <laughs> it's happened throughout this year. I have I have talked to many, many, many followers of Christ, believers, Christians, whatever you want to label, and the words coming out of their mouth were hard for me to take because they flat bought into a lie. They simply bought into a lie. They, 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 didn't, they, they didn't use their moral compass. They, they didn't use their grounding. Maybe they weren't grounded enough. Uh, maybe their leaders have led them astray. I, I don't know what, what, what causes this more, more than just the enemy bringing in deceit, just like the Word says he's going to. Maybe Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18, the ESV. It says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, love that word, therefore, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand even or withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm stand therefore there's a whole other message for that word therefore I've, I've preached it before I won't, I won't preach it today but stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as the shoes of your feet having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Literally, he's talking about when you've done everything to do to stand. Don't let deceit. Don't let deception. Don't let the enemy. Put on this armor of God. Now, now have you ever noticed that all of the armor of God mentioned in Ephesians is, is for your front your front side, your head, your, your breastplate, the belt, the, 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 the shin guards, basically with the shoes that he's talking about, it, the guards coming up the shin, you know, your shield, even your sword. It's, it's all about out here in front of you. You ever notice that, 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 that there's no armor on your backside? Why is that? I'm glad you asked that question because we are to always face our enemy. We never turn our back on our enemy. 
and better yet, if we've got fellow believers with us, fellow followers of Christ, who have their armor on as well, when we stand holding each other's backs, when we stand back to back, then we protect each other. How awesome is that? that nothing can penetrate that. Nothing can come but come in between if we're standing together, to stand strong together. But always, we always face our enemy. We'll close out with this. John 8, verse 31 through 32, New King James Version. Then Jesus said to those who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So if you abide in my word, if, 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 you, if, if, you're, if God's word lives in your heart, if, if you abide in his word, you're one of his followers. You're one of his. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. There's no deceit in the truth. It's kind of like the light and the dark thing. Uh, truth being the light, deceit being darkness. Light always drives out darkness. There's, there's nothing it can do but be driven away by light. Deception can only be driven away by truth. Don't buy into the lies that our enemy is putting forth today. If, if you're struggling, if you're questioning in your faith, uh, if you're questioning your walk with God, if, if you're if you're questioning whether His Word is 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 yes and amen, if you're questioning whether it's it's truth, man, 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 let me encourage you: find some solid teaching, get in that Word, and understand this: that that God gave everything He had for you. And today's Veteran Day, Veterans Day. You know, thank you to our servicemen. If you're if you're a veteran, thank you for your service. Not only your service, but we honor you for your sacrifice. We honor you for the freedom that we have to do just exactly what I'm doing today. May you be honored with that. It, it, there are some that, that gave everything they had for the freedoms that we have here today. Don't, don't take that for granted. God, God set this up in such a manner. His truth will set you free. If you're struggling, if you're questioning, uh, questioning faith, questioning reality, you know, I mean, I think all of us have at some point in time really wondered, is all this stuff really real? You know, this eternity junk, is, is it really real? I mean, I grew up in church. I grew up, my mom and dad, you know, my dad was a deacon. I, I grew up in church. You know, I, I know, I've heard it all my life. But I got to tell you, there's there's times in my life where I've just thought, is it, is it real? Or, I mean, is this just all there is? When we leave this earth, we're done. I know in my heart what God has done inside of me. I know in my heart where he's brought me through. I've watched him work in my life in ways that there's no way I can I can doubt that. I've seen him speak to me in such ways that there's no other there's no other explanation that God is real and he has an eternity set in place for us and and he's waiting for us to turn that corner. He's like that prodigal son story. He's he's standing there looking, waiting on us to come back. And when we do, when we make that turn, he's going to come running after us. If you're questioning your faith, come running to him. Don't, don't hesitate. Man, we don't have time for that. Not right now. And don't let the enemy take you from him. That's his desire. You know, the, the message I preached was uh, Sunday was lion chasers. It was all about lions. It's, you know, the devil prowls about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Listen, you get out from under the covering of God. He may not can eat you physically, but he's going to eat you. He's going to eat you. And he's going to drag you as far away from God as he can get you. You're going to have to fight your way back. 
don't don't put yourself in that position. Fight your way in there now. Stand your ground. Be who you are, man of God, woman of God. Be who He's called you to be. Jeremiah chapter chapter one says He, he knew you before He ever formed you in your mother's womb. He already set you apart to be a voice to the nations. That's you, called out right now for such a time as this. Now look at me. What am I doing sitting here speaking these things to you? I ain't nobody. I got news for you, man. I have nothing that he hasn't poured into me. I, I can't do this. I, I'm nervous as a cat in a dog kennel every time I take the mic, every time I stand in front of a congregation. Every, I mean, I'm getting, Rhonda says I'm more comfortable doing this than I am standing up there on that platform on Sunday mornings, but, you know, it's because I can't see you. <laughs> but how can I do this? I'd have never thought in a million years I'd be where I am today speaking the word like I am today to, to however many of this goes out to over the over the airwaves how many see my podcast I got people overseas listening to my podcast how does that even work I, I don't even know how they find it but but somehow some way that the messages that I put on that podcast are going everywhere you know people are listening whether it changes their life or not honestly that's not my business my business is about obedience and pouring out what God has poured into me. That's what he's calling you to do as well. To be obedient to him in such a way that he can use you in these last days to make a difference. I encourage you. Find your place in Christ. If you're teetering on the edge, if you've allowed things to come between you and him, maybe it's the church you've allowed to come between you and him. Man, I hear that a lot. Listen, it ain't about the church. Nobody's going to be questioned when you stand before the King in glory. It's going to be you and Him. I won't answer for you. Your pastor's not going to be answering for you. You're going to be answering for you. What's He going to say to you? See, my longing is He says, Come on in. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Welcome into my rest. That, that's what I long for. That's what I long to hear. I'm weary of this world. I'm weary of the fight that we're in. But I'm going to fight. I'm going to endure. I'm going to overcome. I'm not bowing down to an enemy that has no power over me. You don't have to either. I'm going to leave you with that. God bless you guys. I'm not sure how you're going to hear Sunday, but be looking for it. I'll get it out on the podcast, get it out via the email. Um, whether or not we get it aired on, on live or not, I doubt. Uh, but you will hear it coming. Uh, and, and just be praying for our country. Be praying for this weekend's event that we have. We've got 10 veterans coming in for a deer hunt with their families. We're going to be ministering to them. We pray that, that they don't leave these events uh, the way they came. Nobody, including the volunteers, we want everybody to have an encounter with God that changes their life forever. And I just ask you to be praying for us. Pray for me. Pray for the other speakers that are going to be there. One of the guys that's coming to speak uh, was at the Fort Hood shootings. Uh, he's one of the survivors that was there in the Fort Hood shootings. So I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing his message. Um, there, there's going to be a lot of words spoken. There's going to be a lot of ministry taking place. Pray that God changes lives. Uh, and I pray that he changes your life. I don't care what side you fence you stand on. Even if you're standing next to him right now, I pray he still changes your life. I pray you have an encounter with him that takes you to a deeper level. There's never going to be a stopping point. You keep climbing. You keep climbing that mountain. You keep letting him pour into you and pour out into everyone around you. 
be in the Spirit of God. The Bible says that we're to, we're to soak in that Spirit and to, and to pray in the Spirit of God and let that Spirit of God flow out of us. I challenge you to seek Him out. Be all you can be in His army. <laughs> How's that for Veterans Day? Be all you can be in His army. God bless you guys. Love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for all the things that you do for us. Uh, you can find us on the website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. Our podcast on Spotify, uh, I don't know, nine different platforms. Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio, Breaker. I don't know. There's a whole pile of them. Uh, you can find us on any of those. Just, just You can search Living Loud Outdoors. It's living without the G. Living Loud Outdoors. And uh, you can find us on there. Find the links on our website, giving links on our website where you can support us financially. We'd appreciate that as well as, uh, you know, we never know what, what the challenge comes next. We're always facing one. And we're always helping somebody through one. So God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, share these out wherever you want to. God bless you. We pray you have a great rest of your week. Uh, let God touch your life and continue to pray over our nation, especially right now. Amen. God bless you guys.